You fucking whore, come here, you bitches. You come here, you whore, you slut. Okay, Doug. Okay, Doug. 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 And welcome to Slasher Smoke Break. We haven't done one of these in quite some time, huh, Doug? I am your host, Coker, and with me is my esteemed colleague and best friend and fellow stoner, Doug Wah. How are you doing, Doug? How you guys all doing out there in Radioland? You sluts, you <laughs> Now, what, what does all that mean? There, I'm not just saying that to be verbally uh, vulgar, yeah. but uh, there's a reason behind all that. Yes. And you're laughing. What the fuck's with your giggles? So to for so for the summertime, guys, we wanted to focus more on slashers because duh, we're called the Slashers fucking podcast. So instead of one slasher movie for Smoke Break, we decided, fuck it, let's do two slasher movies, and not only do two slasher movies, but have an ending, fun, hypothetical segment where instead of our ongoing DP joke, guys, it's two slashers, one final girl. But that'll be after we discuss the movies, and the two slasher movies we're going to discuss today, guys, is Girls Night. Out, a college campus slasher movie from the early 80s, and Dr. Giggles, a fun, ghoulish slasher movie from the early 90s. So, Doug, let's start it off with Girls' Night Out, a slasher movie not a lot of horror fans know about or even talk about. It's really deep. No, and it's a very deep cut, and you want to know what? This movie has an identity crisis. It doesn't know what the... Basically, I watched these special features on it. And uh, I, I know I sound like a criterion. I watched the special features on it. But, um, Nothing wrong with that, my man. And I'm going to be wearing a scarf, looking like a douchebag, and wearing uh, you know high-waisted cargo pants with expensive shoes made from non-cows. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm going off my key. I'm going off my keister here. But uh, yeah, so Girls' Night Out was a movie that had an original tale called The Scare Maker, and then um, The Scavenger. Basically, this movie didn't know what it wanted to be because when they made trailers for this back in the early '80s, you know, when the whole like early slashers craze happened, you know, Dorm That Drink Blood, that, those style movies that came out. Um, this movie, they, they made the trailer to make it seem like this girl who was, it was like a kinky horror movie where she has mm-hmm. fantasies and they come to life. And, uh, and what? then, and then that was what it was originally that's what the be. fake trailers were made for this movie. So people would go in to see it and they didn't know, they're like, Oh, this movie's a killer teddy bear mascot. Uh, and the crazy thing is they didn't use this teddy bear killer in any of the advertising. I want to see these trailers. Shit. Yeah, they're on the the Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, so Girls' Night Out, it's it's a fun one, although the title lies a little bit, because uh, there really aren't girls that go out. It's just a big scavenger well, hunt. Do they go well, out? What would yeah. you say? Well, I mean, the girls are out at night for a scavenger hunt, and that's where they get picked off one by one by this really misogynistic guy in a bear costume with a literal bussin haircut. Look at the, it's right behind you. He has the bussin. You've seen the memes where it's that mop of hair and it's like, you be bussin? He has that fucking hair. He does. Yeah, this is way ahead of its time. This is a Gen Z bear before Gen Z was a thing. <laughs> before Gen Z. Yeah, you know what's funny is I keep seeing how Gen Z is kind of puritanical on Twitter. So it's like, and he's killing women, calling them misogynist. 
misogynist, like, or being all calling them whores and shit. And I'm like, yeah, kind of Gen Z. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. So this bear was TikTok before TikTok. Go, fig- <laughs> go fucking figure. That's crazy. Oh, uh, but you know what's really cool about this bear, dude? He actually beats Freddy Krueger by two years in terms of using knives as claws for a weapon. He, like, puts steak knives through, like, this wooden thing, wraps it up, and then puts it through the bear costume like an actual bear claw. And he doesn't, like, slash at the female victims because, like, 90% of the victims in this movie, guys, are all women. So there, there's kind of a misogynistic edge to Girls' Night Out, sadly. So, But when he, like, kills them, he just, like, sticks the knives in their throat and then just goes like this while it's... While it's, um... Well, it's while, getting, it's getting what, one, one second, one second yeah. while it's, uh, he just like, he just shakes the knives right over their neck and there's just blood going out and she's just like screaming, whore, you fucking whore. And it's like, Oh, what the hell? And like a really deep voice too, kind of like exorcist sounding a uh, Reagan. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then uh, there, you know, they get the one shot with the girl that's like tied up in the fucking, uh, shower and it's like wh- the bear. Oh, Why did the yeah, bear do this? Yeah, it's- yeah, yeah. It's a bit off. It's a bit like off. Um, it's a bit like off center. But like as soon as you see the the woman's body, she's tied up almost like it's it's it has a really misogynistic edge to it. But she's tied up and her throat is all slashed in four ways. And it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, this is so this is a movie that where it takes almost like an Animal House style approach and then it like goofy characters sometimes and then it goes into this ultra mean spirited misogynistic uh, stalk and kill scene. Yeah, uh, it, it's like two different tones trying to mishmash together as a movie. Yeah, so Girls Night Out basically what it is, it's it's an early 80s slasher movie um, that stars Hal Holbrook and his uh, son who is also in Creepshow 2 as Fat Stuff. Uh, from the old oh, chief really? wooden headset. Yeah, he's he's That's fat stuff. Yeah. So isn't that crazy? Huh. Hal Holbrook's acting alongside his son in this movie, and then his son starting Creep Show Two when Hal Holbrook started Creep Show One. One, huh? That's that's cute. That's cute. Plus, it was always nice to see Hal Holbrook in a horror movie, even if it's a less than stellar slasher movie. It's still nice. Well, this movie uh, it shows you it's like, man, Hal Holbrook uh, shouldn't be working at college campuses. It seems like everything always happens. <laughs> he plays a campus security guard. And kids get killed, and then he's he's a professor in Creep Show, and then kids get killed by it's a nuts. furry monster like this. So hold, uh, hold up, Doug, one second. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. One one second. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Aid, you're gonna hate one this. One second, Doug. What's going on? Here? Sure. Oh. Who wants to see me finish this whole thing? That's not like I'm impressing about that. We're gonna have to cut that out. What happened? You got yelled at? (laughs) Uh, No, no, just I had to do some stuff. Uh, you didn't do your chores.
You're pissing in the sink again. No, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. But anyways, um, yeah, it's two mishmashes of a slasher movie trying to put together. At one point, all the college hijinks stuff is kind of cute and kind of adorable. You know, you have the two zany guys. You have the... You know what I found, I noticed, though, is there's this dynamic where the main boyfriend or frat boy boyfriend is complaining to that older woman in the cafeteria saying, these girls just aren't loyal anymore. And then she's just like, but your girlfriend, she's going to be loyal. And he's like, yeah, you're right. And then literally the next scene, he's hopping in bed with a different girl. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, well, that cafeteria lady, that's the killer in the movie. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that ends up, that, yeah, that ends up being the killer, which is like, what the fuck? It, okay. it, it turns really weird at the end. Uh, okay, so basically what's going on here, we're jumping all around here, as you can tell. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're the Blair one today. Yeah, I'm bleh. So, you're you're Blair. Oh man. So yeah, the, you get you get this uh, the killer. Uh, basically, it's this basketball team mascot. It's a bear with with the what did you call the Gen Z hair? The bus the bussin hair. <laughs> the bussin hair with like these weird green eyes. Uh, it looks very seventies. You could when you when I watch this movie, I could kind of. Feel, I'm like, oh, that bear smells like grandma's house or something, you know? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so yes, it does. That's probably what it smells like, but uh, that's besides the point. So basically, uh, the the person who's in this mascot uh, costume gets killed, and the killer dons the outfit, but as Coger said, he puts wo- a wood planking, duct tape, steak knives to the claw, so this bear has an actual steak knife claw. It's, it's really mm-hmm. fucking cool. Unfortunately, you don't really see much bear killing action until 51 minutes into the movie. Yeah, there there is some few death scenes before him. There's one like gory shovel death where you see an eyeball hang out, but it's very quick. You don't get to the actual steak knife in the throat stuff till yeah a bit in. Yeah, so so that's the one thing. But uh, yeah, it's it it is what it is. There there's a lot of uh, weird characters in here. It really builds up the whole relationship thing. And honestly, like I was watching this on when I was working from home, so it was like in the background. Uh, and then I watched it again a second time to like. Because my head wasn't all in the right place because it was like 4.30 in the morning when I was watching this. Oh, wow. And I'm like, wait a minute. Something's was, something was not right here. And so I rewinded again. I'm like, the first 50 minutes are kind of slow, but they're not slow um, if you're into, like, if you want to see social horror. And what I mean by social horror is that you see how the women are treated by these athlete characters. Um, like yeah. the, the one guy, Hal Holbrook's son in this movie. Um, he plays, uh, like, it's just kind of scary, like, because just imagine, you didn't have your cell phone, and you didn't really have cameras around to see what people can make up on, and, uh, yeah, the girl was like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, break up with you, and he's like, you're not breaking up with anyone, whore, you bitch, you slut, yeah, Gets slapped yeah, in the and middle of around. the whole party and everything, and the it's party like, oh, people damn. are all just staring at him, like, hey, man, that's not cool, anyway, let's go get some more beer, and just, like, that kind of made me a little weird, because I'm like, man, you know, stuff like this happens, well, mm-hmm. you know, it still happens, but it happened a lot during the early 80s and 70s, and no one really batted an eye to it. And that's mm-hmm. what kind of made me aware. I'm like, wow, this is this is just normal behavior for, for back then. It's scary Why shit. Why do you think boomers are so fucked up? Yeah, yeah. You want to know what? Uh, side note here. So um, I had a comment from somebody. I don't even know. Like, I, I just blocked him. I'm like, yeah, well, who is this person here? So they started following me, and then I posted something with me and Yahira, and it, it was a boomer because they take the picture with the sunglasses on in their truck uh-huh. and you yep. know, in the background. Yep, yep. you know that they're look? A conservative, they're a conservative or a boomer, and they're doing this look. Yeah, they're doing that look, and it, the camera angles from down below, so you can see they're Down below, and, and they're in a fucking pickup truck. Yep. Yep, I had something like that message me on Instagram because, you know, it says accept message, so yeah. I never really – I don't even know this person and they're just like like it's obvious that the woman gets to make all the decisions in your generation now 
Like men don't men don't wear the pants in in marriages anymore. I'm like, what the fuck is this boomer talking about? Over a picture of you two? Over a picture, yeah. I forget. I even forget what, what it was. What was the picture? It was. Just, uh, it, it was like us feeling. Basically, it's just saying like, oh, men gotta beat their wives now. That that's how it used to be, and I'm mad that it's changing in this country. You know, it's that Over kind of mentality. Just a regular picture of you two together. I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was just over time. What was he? I mean? What was he expecting? Like you hitting her and shit, and it'd be like, "Oh, that's a man." Well, fuck you, boomer. If that's your ass, that's how these boomers think. Like a lot of them are like, you know, back in my day, we used to how, beat her. How do you like? You know, what's funny is like I somehow attract like Kyle's and fucking bro pieces of shit. You attract a lot of boomer pieces of shit. Maybe it's the Ohio connection. I don't know. <laughs> A lot of a lot of cranky maybe, boomers maybe. in Ohio. I think Ohio. Yep. Yeah, Ohio follows you. You know. Yeah, that that's that's a lot. I mean, I'm not judging everybody in Ohio, but I'm just saying there were a lot of cranky boomers. That's like this country's going to hell because I can't beat my wife no more. Now I gotta cut the grass every day. Oh. Yeah. So. Well, that makes sense because Girls Night Out actually takes place in Ohio. Yes, it does. Maybe that's why I the misogyny is so strong. The, I looked at the university and said, do it, University Ohio. And I'm like, oh, okay, this all makes sense. Well, I got to tell you, so so in the beginning, too, the the guy that plays in the mascot character before the killer wears it, um, he kind of was kind of like Pervy the Bear, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, he was like humping on the cheerleaders and stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to come. And uh, – yeah, it was just kind of like he was the sexual harassment panda from South Park. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah and, and, uh, and then it also had a heavy use of the song, Yummy, 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 I Have Come yeah. In My Tummy. Yeah, but it's... Yeah, you know what's funny is this movie, as much of it's one half a zany college prank film with relationship dynamics and another half misogynistic, creepy, fucked up slasher movie... Um, there's a lot of oldies music throughout. It's just oldies music played throughout the whole damn movie. Yeah, and it was uh, uh, yummy, yummy, yummy. I yep. have come in my I, tummy. That's what they were yep. saying, right? Yep. That that and a lot of loving spoonfuls, like summertime in the city, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I, I did like the fact, however, they were all running around with their little hand radios, uh, kind of yeah. like listening for a scavenger. Because basically, the plot is very simple. A boyfriend and girlfriend break up, and it's this college frat house. And uh, so you're going through this whole thing where it's a police procedural where they think like, oh, someone donned this bear outfit and they're going around killing women and calling them vulgar names and misogynistic names. So it must be the guy who was beating up his girlfriend because she broke up with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, that honestly doesn't go anywhere because you get the, when you, they reveal who the killer is, uh, the killer's just kind of – I'm like, what? oh, yeah, I saw you two scenes. It was almost like a Roy thing like from Friday the 13th yeah. Part 5. You know what's funny, dude, is and then she opens up a spoiler after she reveals herself in the bear costume and she's like, they're all dirty whores. And her voice changes in kind of a creepy way. And Hall Holbrook is just sitting there just going like, oh, my God, this doesn't make any sense. And she opens a door and her brother who killed himself is behind there in like a suit and the corpse is doing like a creepy psycho thing. And then it just ends. Yeah. And the, she, and the corpse the is fuck? wearing the bear arm with the knives. Yeah. And it's like, what? What? What the fuck? Is, what? Yeah, the the killer. Well, Dickie Cavanaugh was the bad guy in this movie, and it's mm-hmm. not really like it's not. He's not really mentioned, so it's just kind of like, why would they bring up this killer here? I mean, it would make more of a interesting dynamic if it went the whole scream route. You know what I mean? Where it was like the boyfriend yeah. or. 
it's like the ending of this movie didn't know how to end itself. So they were just like, fuck it. Let's just make it creepy. Well, have you ever seen this movie called Fatal Games? It's like another no, early No, I games. haven't. Yeah, it's so a... the killer in that movie, it's great. Like, this reminded me of it because I always, for me, I always think it's creepy. Like, in Terra Firmer, like, when the, kill, the, the killer reveal and you realize it's, like, two personalities in one and they change voices. Okay. Like, in Terra Firmer, when she's like, it's like, I have no pee-pee. <laughs> you know? Yes. And uh, what was it? In Fatal Games... The, the killer is, uh, I think the killer was transsexual, or he changed, uh, he changed to her because uh, the old one was the killer. So it was almost like, oh, in this movie, it's the brother and sister. Yeah. Um, this, so it's just kind of like two personalities in one, like, changing it. Like, they changed their voice. I always thought that was super creepy when they, like, changed their voice, like how they do in this one here. Where it's like, I have the brother's voice in my body. No, please don't hurt. You know what I mean? It's just so creepy. So but that's effective for you. Yeah, um, but I do have to say, so I watched all the special features on this disc. I got a little rant for you, and this is for okay. people. So if any producers listen on, like, who do, like, Vinegar Syndrome or Severin or um, – no, Severin doesn't really have this problem, but Arrow has it. So, for example, when you make behind the scenes and you interview people about the movie, I want to know about the fucking movie. I want to know, you know, the information about it, the making of it. They, they go and interview some of the actresses from this movie. Like, side actresses that are just like, oh, I graduated. Uh, I was doing this. And, and it's like a 25-minute um, interview, and they only talk about the movie for the last three minutes. And they're talking about themselves. They, I went to community college and did stage plays, and I was on a few commercials. and they, eh, You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't want to hear that fucking shit. And then they go into um, – they're, they're like – when they say, oh, how was it on the set? Oh, they were nice. It was good. This was good. They were nice. They're, I don't want to hear it was fucking nice. That's so boring. It's like, give me the cheese or give me nothing, you know? Exactly. Doug, you need the cheese. You're just like, cheese, ah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like Leprechaun when they say cheese, man. I do, ah, me go. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but uh, would you recommend this movie, Girls' Night Out, to horror fans? Or would you just recommend it to, like, slasher purists? Ooh, because the thing is, a lot of sl- people who are watching this as a regular movie, they'll probably be bored by it. But if you're a slasher uh, purist and enthusiast of the early, like like I said, Dorm That Drip Blood, um, House on Sorority Row, uh, April Final Fool's Exam. Day. Yeah, Final Exam. Like, those very early slasher movies. And those are all uh, college campus slashers. Yeah, so it had that running theme. If you're into that and want to complete the collection, do it. Um, this killer is so fucking cool, and they, I, I, th- I don't think it's utilized enough in the movie. You know, you're right. When you think about it, how many, like, sport mascot slashers are there? Well, uh, none that I can think of off the top of my head, but I feel like if they were to still do it, it would be kind of goofy. Uh, well, yeah. Night of the Dribbler. Have you ever seen Night of the Dribbler? No, but I talked about that on the Gutter, Gutter Balls episode. And if you think about it, Ryan uh, Nicholson, who made Gutter Balls, also did Famine, which is kind of a uh, mascot killer. Yeah, but but I don't think any of the mascot killers were cool enough to have steak knives as fucking bear yeah, claws. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so, so yes, I would recommend it. It's on Arrow Blu-ray right now. You could rent it on YouTube for, like, a buck. Two bucks. Two bucks. Um, but I'm sure in a few months it'll be on Tubi to watch. I, I really enjoyed this one here. And like I said, the movie itself is kind of flatlining a bit for me. Um, wh- unless, like, you're into, like, the really shocking, like, misog- misogynistic, like, ways the characters treat themselves in the first, like, 40 minutes mm-hmm. of the movie. Um and it, it, it's a fun time. I think I enjoyed it more than Yahira did because she kept falling asleep. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's what you get. You, you win some, you lose some with that. Um, okay. 
But I would do it, and the thing is, I would love if they made, I, I know it would never happen, but if they made, like, a plush figure or, like, a Funko Pop of oh, this bear. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah that would be cool. With the with the bussin' haircut. <laughs> with the bussin' haircut and the steak knives as a weapon, yeah. Yeah, this killer is just so fucking cool, and it's not used enough in here. So, uh, what do I give it? I give it two out of five stars. No, three. Let's, let's bump it to three. Three. That's three. That's better than the black phone. That movie was like, what the fuck was this? But anyways. Or they shoved the um, phone up their ass? The brown phone. No. <laughs> That would have made a more interesting movie than what I saw in the theaters. But anyways, um, I give it a I give it a two point five out of five. You know, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm it was it, just a little lacking for me. It was, I, and like I said, it would have been so much better if the killer was more shown. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I do like the killer's voice and the the bear claws is just a win for me. Like, oh man, they should make another movie with this fucking outfit. Like that's such a cool. This would be a good Dead by Daylight killer, you know? Oh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. His moray is him just doing it on the girls and buddies. No matter what the character, he's screaming whore, and it's like, ugh. Well, no, he would just say whore, bitch, slut, and they would just, they're just like, you're triggering me. And they give the, <laughs> they give the bear the finger, and that's the moray. So. Oh. Okay, well, anyway. you got another cool killer, and I actually love this movie, too. I rewatched it again on VHS, which is probably the best way to watch oh, this. Oh, so before we see the title of the second movie, so how so was it good on VHS, too? Uh, your movie, Dr. Giggles? Yes, so the second movie, guys, is an early 90s slasher. Yes, guys, before Scream, there were slasher movies in the 90s, too. And this is a really fun, ghoulish slasher movie that's incredibly 90s before Scream. But not even horror fans barely talk about this one. And that one, guys, is Dr. Giggles from 1992, starring Larry Drake and directed by Manny Cotto. This is a fucking fun slasher film. Yeah, and you want to know what? It's weird because I've seen Dr. Giggles like a few times before, and every time I watch it, it's like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then when it's yeah. over, I forget about it a bit. But every time I watch it, I'm, I'm sitting, I, I watched this again uh, the other day working from home, and I plugged in the VCR. I'm like, and I couldn't keep my eyes off. I'm like, wow, this is Dr. Giggles is such a fun movie. It's, it's it, almost like a Tales from the Crypt movie. It should have been a Tales It really from the is. Crypt. It really is. You know what's funny is Dr. Giggles has that sort of feeling and aesthetic and sort of ghoulish fun tone throughout that makes it perfect as a tales from the crypt presents movies if you seriously film crypt keeper segments in the beginning and end of dr giggles you would say that was a tales from the crypt slasher movie it fits right in with like demon knight and bordello of blood too it's such a fun slasher what i also love about dr giggles though is how incredibly early 90s it is too all of those teenagers look 90s as fuck yeah, yeah, he's got like the surfer curls and uh, actually and the one backwards guy, hat. The backwards hat. He, he looks a lot like the characters from a goofy movie, the one that's like che- leaning tower of yes. Jesus. Yes, all of the characters look like they're fucking human versions of goofy movie characters. It's that 90s. The girlfriend has like a blue, uh, white floral 90s dress and shit. And one of the guys has girls like it's and the high school scene in the beginning where there's the two blonde hair guys and they're like, look, it's Twin Peaks over there let's climb i'm like oh my god it's so guys if you want like cheese ball ya teen 90 shit before scream dr giggles is where it's at if you want that 90s 
teen a slasher. And the Twin Peaks guys, they were like two twins and they had the bowl haircuts. The bowl haircut that are bright blonde. I'm like, holy shit. They went past this day. It'd be a school shooter look. So <laughs> Yeah, but early 90s, that was hot. You know? Who the fuck thought bowl haircuts were good? Like, what the fuck? It looks like a thumb. I don't know. It looks That's... like the, those, um, uh, those characters from Crash Bandicoot. Uh, like the, <laughs> the native <laughs> cannibal people. The native like, who thought that was a good look? Oh, Jesus. But... This movie also gets very schlocky, too. Like, what I love about Dr. Giggles is not only is he... Larry Drake kind of brings it as a creepy killer who can do really mean-spirited, ghoulish kills. Like, when he gets the red-headed girl in the lingerie and opens the mouth, there's a really cool shot of, like, through the girl's mouth with the teeth opening up. Yeah, it's like Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. And then he straight-up shoves a fucking, like, spike underneath her tongue into her skull and I was like god damn and then he does like a quibby bad one liner right after such a mean spirited ghoulish kill and you're like oh this is and he does it so straight faced too like he's just like you think that's bad now wait till you get my bill Bill, I know and it's like Jesus Christ that was a mean fucked up kill and then he cuts off one of the guy's dick and you know what's the kill that always got to me because I actually saw Dr. Giggles I okay this is for our older California uh, listeners, if you guys remember Hollywood Video, I rented it on VHS from Hollywood Video in 2005, and I remember the death scene that really got to me is when the stepmom gets sad that the dad left, which is like, okay, and she's eating the ice cream, and Doctor, which is actually, that actress, dude, is played by Michelle Young, who is in uh, Waxwork. Yeah, that is, she's the one, like, dig it, I do what I want, when I want, what dig I it want. Yep. fuck off. And she's here in Dr. Giggles, and she gets a really gruesome death. Dr. Giggles ties her up and then has, like, this tube with a spinning three-pronged blade in mm-hmm. it and shoves it right down Michelle Young's throat and then activates the blade, and you just see all the blood gush out into the ice cream, and it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, she got rotorooters. <laughs> she got rotorooters. Like, fuck. So there's these fun, ghoulish death scenes throughout Dr. Giggles that gives it that sort of fun popcorn Saturday night Tales from the Crypt vibe that I really dig. Also, dude, I'm sorry. I, I really honestly love Dr. Giggles. I, I really too. think this is a gem of the 90s, guys. How do you like that scene where the boyfriend gets seduced by the girl in the dress and she's like straight up blowing the fucking saxophone? And I was like, what? Yeah, and there's, it just seems like that. Like, it's 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 serious, but it's also tongue-in-cheek, too. Like, they're like let's just make a, a slasher movie that, that you know, the, the kid killers like the, what happens in here is like you know these characters are all just gonna fucking die so yeah. uh, but you one of my favorite parts is the karen lady with the, who walks the dog oh yeah 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 that's that same uh that's that same lady from the mask the one that comes out with the face mask and the shock keep it down yeah keep it down i tell you it was and, music. and it's so cool because dr giggles like shoves the thing up her nose and it's like and it just goes like that and it's so cool yeah, yeah, and uh, she she basically she's like this Karen character, and she goes up to this girl that has I think she had heart cancer or something, doesn't she? Like yeah, the the, the main final girl, which is a virginal brunette, because it's a fucking slasher movie, and so many fun fun so many '90s final girls, with the exception of Sydney and uh, Jamie from uh, I know what you did last summer, were virginal brunettes, and this one's no different. She just has like a heart condition. Yeah, and she has, like, your little thing that looks like an iPod. Um, it's, mm-hmm. like, her hot monitor, and then the Karen lady comes out. She's like, that's the strangest-looking radio I've ever seen. What is it? And she's like, leave me alone. And she's like, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yes, it's like, what? 
It's like, no, lady, you're being the bitch. You just came home and grabbed this lady's heart monitor, and you're asking her what it is, and you're calling her a bitch when she doesn't <laughs> want to tell you. Yeah, uh, the the drama in this is quite something. Yeah, well, I, I got to give it up for Larry Drake. Like, Larry Drake also played Killer Santa Claus in Tales from the Crypt. Mm -hmm. He plays a all great killer all through the yep. house. Uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Also, he was the crazy mobster bad, bad guy in, in the Dark Man. Dark Man. The first two Dark Mans, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, Larry Drake's just a really solid... Uh, he never got as much attention as I wish he had, but, like, he's yeah. just a great character. And he can be funny, too, because he's also in the Mr. Bean movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's uh, he's in there as a security guard. But, yeah, Larry... Yeah. Give it up for Larry Drake. He's, like, this, uh, the un... Uh, the uncover, like, he should be up there with, like, Candyman and stuff, you know? He should. So. He should. But what do you think about that saxophone seduction scene? Oh, it was sexy. I wanted to fuck the saxophone. <laughs> you didn't give a shit about the girl, like, that saxophone. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm like, I'm ready to get mid-shaft gashes in this thing, so. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. But anyway, the movie then turns into some nod. You know what's really surprising watching it after so many years, dude, is the movie then takes some nods from, like, Universal Monsters because he, like, straight up carries the final girl like the old monsters and stuff, too. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And he, like, leaves after killing a few other people like a straight-up monster would take his final girl to his lair and shit. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's just it, it is like a Universal Monster movie. Like if turn this movie black and white, like maybe that would change it up a bit. Maybe that would work. Also, how'd you like that that flashback scene with the babe, the kid Doctor Giggles ripping himself out of the mom's corpse? Oh, that was good too. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, that's a fuck? crazy scene. That's, so so that's... I I didn't get so the dad put Doctor the, the son in the mom's stomach, right? Is that yes, what happened? to okay. hide him from the angry villagers. Which again, Universal Monster. There's angry villagers in the background. Yeah, and it's this the old dilapidated house as well too. Uh huh. So yeah, and then but that scene where he rips himself out of the mom's body and he's covered in blood is so Tales from the Crypt. So it's almost like Tales from the Crypt presents made a slasher movie that took some cues from Universal Monsters. Yeah, and uh, definitely. So another another cool thing in here too is the opening. Um, like oh, when, yeah. when you get, uh, it's uh, wrong turn four did this. A lot of movies have done it since then, but I always love movies where they start the chaos and you think the character is normal. Um, another one I like is don't look in the basement or, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, don't look in the basement where they had this at the end. But this one, you see in the characters as normal. You think Dr. Giggles is like doing the open heart procedure and then he like just stabs the patient's heart. And then mm -hmm. you get the people looking from the top. And then in a, a few minutes, you realize it's like, oh, shit, those are all the mental patients. Mm -hmm. And they all broke out. Dr. Giggles let them out. And now Dr. Giggles is out. I love that stuff. It just gets it just, right to the point. Yeah, it gets right to him escaping the mental asylum. So this now this movie came to theaters or was it straight to video? I, I think it actually went to theaters, dude. Oh, I would have loved to see this in the theaters. Like this would have been mm -hmm. a fun. Like you don't get movies like this anymore. All you no, get is you Marvel don't. crap. Or uh, the the only exception I could say that I was so I was fanning my nuts over it when I saw it in the theater was uh, the Strangers Pray at Night, which is like the closest thing yeah. to like a slasher movie. Um, also, dude, we saw X, or I saw X in the theater, and that was yeah. a 70s, that was a 70s slasher movie. So, we're getting our slasher movies, we're just not getting 90s slashers. Yeah, so... The, well, that's not the, true. Scream 5. I didn't like Scream 5. It well, blow you know, me, so... So, <laughs> so yeah, but, but uh, no, it's, I think the closest thing to that would be, like, Strangers Pray at Night, uh, in terms of, like, newer things. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Dr. Giggles, you just don't get it. So just imagine if, like, the Santa Claus from Tales from the Crypt was, uh, was a doctor. With a, giggles with a, after murdering people. Yeah, I, I do like the scene later on when he just keeps going after this girl for, 
What was the reason he was going after this girl? Because the mom, his mom died of like a heart problem and he thinks that like fixing the girl's heart problem, it's, I don't know, you know. Okay, because I think when he goes to like the hospital at the end, they just let him in. And uh, they're like, he's like, he pulls out, he pulls out his bag and it's like all these. And there's like, all these like bladed spiked contraptions. They all look like saw traps and stuff. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and the, doctor's like, the doctor. Yeah, he's like, I've never seen instruments like that. It's like, oh, they're new and improved. They just made them. Although I haven't tested him out. <laughs> and then he like shoots it and it goes in the doctor's face and pulls his glasses off. He's like, yep, works just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a sort of schlocky goofiness to it all, too. Oh, it's great. Like, the more I think about it, I'm like, man, I want to watch this. It's just so much fucking fun. It's a really fun, fun early 90s slasher movie. And it really sucks that a lot of horror fans hardly talk about it. No, and I was looking for it. Like I said, I, I pulled out my VHS tape because I had it. Um, but the DVD is long out of print. Um, there's, yeah, I'm happy I have that DVD. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. The and then it, there's a German Blu-ray of it. I could get that because it's region free. I have a region yeah, free. Yeah, the player. German Blu-ray actually has some really cool cover art too. But yeah, um, my friend Kevin, who did those video store shorts up in uh, Canada, he was complaining like, "Where the hell is the North American Blu-ray of Doctor Gickles?" Yeah, who knows? Uh, who's doing Warner Brothers releases now? I, I don't know. Like, Shout, Fa- Shout Factory? Shout Factory yeah, is doing some with Universal. Maybe they'll do some Warner Brothers ones. But yeah, this is a movie that really needs... Because they did Deadly Friend. Mm-hmm. And Deadly, did Deadly Friend. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Giggles really... So whoever's listening out there, please give us a Dr. Giggles because it is so much fucking fun. It's, this is better than like Bordello of Blood or... Um, oh, yeah. Th- what, that third Tales from the Crypt movie. I don't even oh, remember. Oh, God. Oh, God, Rituals. Yeah. If this was the second or even the first Tales from the Crypt Presents movie, I would have been fine with it. Yeah. So, yeah, so shout out to Dr. Giggles and Larry Drake, because this is a movie that you guys should search out. Um, you could rent it. It's not on Tubi for free, but you can rent it streaming. It's just a really good, like, uh, you will enjoy it, I, I guarantee you. I, it's better than um, uh, uh, Girls' Night Out. Yeah. G- Girls' Night Out is just like your early 80s slashers with not really much slash until the end, mm-hmm. but a really cool fucking killer that you don't really get. But in yep. Dr. Giggles, you get Dr. Giggles throughout the whole oh, fucking Dr. movie. Dr. Giggles, it just starts with the killings right then and there. Yeah, and if you like Larry Drake being evil, then, you know, this is the best spot here. Yeah, dude. Dr. Giggles is one hell of a fun, ghoulish slasher movie, guys, and a gem of the 90s, and you all should really sit down and watch it. You know what's cool, Doug? Both of these movies actually take place in the summertime. So we are... Paka, what is Paka saying? He's Paka goes a vote for uh, the misogynistic bear. So now I'm voting for giggles. I'm voting for giggles, too. So you hear that, Mr. P? Shut the fuck up. Go sit in your bed. You lose. (laughs) Dr. Giggles wins. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I would suggest these are two summertime slasher movies. Our listeners should definitely check out the summertime, especially Dr. Giggles. Now, Doug, because it's our slasher month, I had an idea of since we're doing two slasher movies, and we, you and I always have our ongoing DP joke, why not we do a segment where we make our own slasher movie with both of these slashers together, trying to hunt the same final girl in the same final location, to it's two slashers, one final girl. Like two horses, one pail. <laughs> but it's our version. So, so, th- uh, so you're saying this contest is going to end in buckets of cum, right? <laughs> oh man Anyway guys here it is um, Two slashers one final girl Alright here we go So Doug one final girl Two slashers at the same time So 
I didn't want us to pick the final girl or the place. I felt that was unfair. So I asked Mikey, hi Mikey, to pick the final girl and the place. And Mikey picked Julie James from I Know What You Did Last Summer in the town of Sleepy Hollow on Halloween night 2022. But Julie James is her age from I Know What You Did Last Summer. So it's a late teens. I Know What You Did Last Summer final girl on Halloween night in Sleepy Hollow with Dr. Giggles and the bear from Girls' Night Out. Now, how would the storyline be? Doug, I have an idea. What's yours? Okay, now, let me just make it clear, because it's been a long time since I've seen... Uh, I know what you did last... Is that the girl that says, What are you waiting for? That's Yeah, that's her. Okay, well, we'll be using that a lot. What are you waiting for? You're in my waiting room, young lady. Maybe <laughs> 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 Dr. Now, Giggles. <laughs> that would be a good one. Uh, I thought about a storyline. What if she wants to get away from any type of an ocean area because of the killings from the first two movie? Hear this. So she decides to take a, a Halloween break with a few new friends over to Salem, Massachusetts. She gets over there. She's enjoying all the Halloween festivities. But... Let's say uh, an old friend of the young killer from the second I know it dude led last summer has followed her all of these years and f- and has actually tracked her down to the Salem town and dons a bear costume and puts the knife through. But little does he know that Dr. Giggles has been hopping from town to town and now he's in Salem and he sees Julie James and thinks it's similar to the final girl from the original Dr. Giggles. So should we add in some death scenes before they both try to hunt her down? Well, I thought it was going to be like she goes to a furry convention and there's someone in the bear costume, an angry uh, uh, incel, uh, gets mad, dons the bear costume, and then she realizes she has to go get her OBGYN, uh, and no, Dr. Giggles no. is in town. So, <laughs> Okay, I like your movie So it's better. like a hentai furry convention that they go to, and oh. so this comes out of the anime convention, this bear. Okay, okay, so... She's in, she's in the office of her OBGYN, and she's screaming, What are you waiting for, huh? And then Dr. Giggles arrives, going, Ma'am, you're in the waiting room. Oh, it's like, time for a cold one. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Because, <laughs> you know, when you okay. put the scapula in. Um, yes. Oh, and then this bear also, since, it, since it's the uh, bussin' haircut, this bear is also, uh, everyone sees the bear and it's like, Oh, my God, can I get a picture? Because it's a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> And every time somebody takes a picture with him, he kills him in brutal ways, going, you fucking whore, fucking bitch. Yeah, you simp. <laughs> yes, yes, he kills the guys calling them simps. That would be a modern-day version. And he's just leading his way to Julie James in the OBGYN ran by Dr. Giggles. Yeah, and Julie, and he's like, Julie James, I thought this was Jenna Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end of it, the bear's trying to find Jenna Jameson because it's the simp incel inside the anime convention straight bus and bear with steak knives. And he gets at the end of it, he's not the bear's not killed. The bear's arrested because the uh, steak knives that he stole from Longhorn Steakhouse, the cops arrested him for stealing those steak knives. <laughs> Okay, hold up. He has to make it to the OBGYN and fr- confront Dr. Giggles or try to kill Julie James while Dr. Giggles is there. How would that storyline go on? So the bear would go in there and be like, you bitch, you whore. And then Dr. Giggles would be like, mm-hmm, 
and he's like, stop <laughs> laughing at me. It's not funny. Oh, Julie James would be like raising her arms going, stop laughing at me, you dude. Yeah, what are you waiting for? Stop. <laughs> oh, man, this would be actually be a mess. All three characters are crazy. So. They are. <laughs> so what if we make that scene five straight minutes of her screaming, what are you doing? And Dr. Giggles is giggling, and the bear is just cursing at her. Yeah, and then all these doctors and orderlies come in, and they're just like, it's, it's a nut house in there. Have you seen this place? <laughs> We gotta arrest the, the doctor, and then uh, finally, the, the it would be this fight, like uh, a Mortal Kombat style fight with the three of them. No, no. So it would be like a wide shot, and they're all on each side. Yeah, and then Doctor Giggles, when he he gets punched with the steak knives on the side, Doctor Giggles would say, "Is there a doctor in the house?" <laughs> okay, now how how would Julie James survive? Both Dr. Giggles and and the bear. Dr. Giggles would have to do something to Julie James. Julie James, uh, basically, uh, she would have to get uh, an epidural needle. And she's like, wait, wait, put this on my other lips. And Dr. Giggles is like, I'm I'm not a plastic surgeon. I can't. I'm not qualified for this shit. Where do you think you are? In Beverly Hills? And then, basically, Dr. Giggles, would his mind would short circuit. He's like, I, I never practiced for this in medical school. And, uh, and then the bear... Uh, basically, what would happen is uh, – oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> the the bear character uh, would finally get enough of it and just say, like – he would come out of the uh, bear costume. I really forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, he's he's a bit of an incel, so. Yeah, so he's going to, uh, to uh, subreddit to post this <laughs> stuff. You know, it's weird. It kind of sidetracked it, but you know that – not to make a joke of it, but uh, that guy who shot up the 4th of July parade – I didn't oh know. Oh my god, dude! I saw the, basically that's how the killer would look inside this outfit here. But when I was watching the news, I didn't have the volume on because I haven't been watching the news. I'm just like, eh, I don't want to hear bad news. It's the same thing. Gas prices are expensive. Everything else. And I, they kept showing this picture of this guy. And I'm like, who is this? this is this like a new SoundCloud rapper? And then oh I finally god. put the volume. I'm like, oh, that's the fucking guy who shot up the Fourth of July parade. Oh, so you could picture him in the in the bear costume. Yes. Okay, so then he'll be be coming out going, no, fuck this, you know. Yeah, fuck this, man. I got important shit to do. So, well, it's, uh, and, and the thing is, he just wanted his name blasted too. Like the character in this bear outfit is just like, what, yeah. man? And at the end of it, he's he's he's. Uh, oh, I know how he defeats the bear. I'm going to go back to my train of thought. Okay, how, how does Julie James defeat the bear? So Doctor Giggles is like spasming out on the floor, laughing to death because he doesn't know how to do plastic surgery. And then <laughs> the simp bear uh, bussin' hair, that's simp bear bussin' hair, <laughs> with his steak knives. Uh, he's about to stab. He's about to stab her, and then she's like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I made my only friends free for 24 hours. Here you go." And he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. "And so he goes outside to go <laughs> masturbate with the steak knives." And that's where the cops catch him. The cops catch him like, "You have a warrant out for your ass because you stole four steak knives from Longhorn Steakhouse." <laughs> All these bodies everywhere, and the cops are focused on that. Yeah, like we saw, the, we followed the dead bodies here, and they led us to our trail. You thief. You. Okay. So he's out. Dr. Giggles is out. And then Julie James ends it with looking up to the sky, screaming, going, what are you waiting for? And God's like, nothing. Just go do what you're going to do, bitch. That's what God would say. And credits. Okay, there we go. So he's, she saved her life by making her OnlyFans free for 24 hours. <laughs> oh, God. It's like those porn sites, or those, not even porn sites, I get them on Google now. Like, just in my Google News Feed, it'll say things like, like, this teacher made her, her OnlyFans free for 24 hours. Like, what the fuck? That's not a headline. You know? Wow, you get that from Google? 
Yes. It's like breaking news, oh, breaking wow. news, gas prices all high. Teacher makes her only fans free for 24 hours. <laughs> it certainly feels dystopian, doesn't it? Well, no, like, I remember stuff like that happened when, when the war with Ukraine started breaking out with Russia, and it's like, Russia, Ru- Russia this, Ukraine this. Teacher makes her only fans free for 24 hours? <laughs> Take a, like, that's oh, our fucking world. Yeah, Jesus. Anyway, guys, that was the first of our one final, or two slashers, one final girl. Hopefully, if we do this again before the summer is over, Doug, we can do two other fun slasher movies. But I say maybe next time, maybe let our Patreon listeners choose the final girl and the location. Yeah, please choose for us because you can see it's already disjointed uh, as it is. It's a bit disjointed, but I think we made a funny crossover movie. I think so, and like I said, with our DP of movies, you get you get Larry Drake as a deranged Doctor Giggles, giggling the whole way and making bad medical puns, and you get a straight bussin' simp bear <laughs> that's misogynistic as fuck, and Julie James off of a rocker is just screaming what? Yeah, it's like shut up. Like, oh. seriously, it's like they all belong in the mental asylum. They all probably yes, came do. from the same mental asylum. Probably. At the twist ending, you realize it's like, wait a minute, you were my cellmate. So, <laughs> and it's like, yes, I was, and that's why I can't stop spinning. <laughs> I need my uh, meds. Okay, Doug, before I end this, I had to ask you, since you were a boy in the 90s, too, were you more of a Nev Candle or Nev Campbell crush or a Jennifer Love Hewitt crush? I was a Jennifer Love Huge Tits crush. Me too, me too. I mean, I I appreciated Nev Campbell and Scream as a boy, but there was something about Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was like, oh, damn. Nev Campbell just seemed too much like a mom pants character. Kinda. You were like an early mom, you know? Yeah. Honestly, like, the weirdest thing, I had the biggest crush on uh, Pam Springsteen from Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3. Really? Yeah. Okay, silly killer girl. Silly killer girl. Right so. up here. Anyway, my guys, uh, oh, do we have any plugs before heading out, Doug? Um, yes, yeah, so if you guys have a Roku, definitely check out B-Movie TV. They're showing a bunch of, uh, cra- we have a bunch of crazy shows lined up for you. We've showed Grandpa Oats, we've showed Friday Night Action, Saturday Night Terrors with Yahira, um, and a lot of cool shows in between there. You get Ken's Livid Videos of the Week, so that's Saturdays at 8, 8 p.m., so if you like things like Faces of Death or, uh, those things you see on, like, USA Crime, mm-hmm. and then you get ken's commentary he's like the guy from uh the simpsons uh, auto the bus driver yeah so imagine like seeing like a fatal crash accident and he's like fuck that was livid man no let's see this yeah. video with some titties <laughs> it's a big just a juxtaposition that you're like whoa whoa but yeah b movie tv really is the uh the wild west of the streaming platforms and it's free too um and then you also get uh damn that scary micah has been uh, coming on, guesting on the shows for quite a few episodes, actually. So, you know, check out Damn That Scary. They're a fun podcast, too. They're like my morning coffee. So they've got high energy. And uh, sadly, I don't have any plugs, guys. I'm just happy to be uh, back on another episode. So. You're sitting on a plug now. <laughs> yeah, I technically am. Well, I didn't hear you. Ah. <laughs> oh, what do you got to say? Anyways, yes, guys. Daddy. Oh, come on. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> my neighbor just fuck? came outside and he's looking up. He's, he's like, "What?" I just said, "Yes, Daddy." And he's like, looking up. He's like, "Hey, that's not a Christian conservative term that I." Tell <laughs> you, got a lot of boomers. Anyway, guys. Here. Anyways, guys. This is Coker and Doug signing off. Goodbye and good goodbye. <laughs> hey goons. 
Before you turn this off, stick around for this week's hidden track. Again, we are featuring another song by Dancing with Ghosts from Jacksonville. And this week's song is Dirty Oxygen. Also, if you want to check out Josh's podcast, Uncovering Unexplained Mysteries, you can listen to it on wherever podcasts are streaming. And if you listen to their newest episode, you'll hear a familiar voice. That's right, guys. I guest starred on their episode with them. Really excited about this collaboration. So without further ado, here is Dirty Oxygen by Dancing with Ghosts. Feel towards me, don't 